Very good. Third word, very good. Or well, Yisro heard it, very good. And um, all these other sedras, Pinchos, Vayikach Korach, and Vayar Balak. So we have six sedras, four are after uh, because of Tzadikim Tur for Rishoyim. Noach, Eidah told us Noach, Chayasorum, Vayyuh Chayasorum, Yishma Yisro, Vayokom Pinchos, Vayikach Korach, and Vayar uh, Bolok, there's only one Bombakasha. If you have a Sedrin after Noach, Yisro, Pinchos, Chayasorum, the four Tzadikim, and Korach and Bolok, let me ask you the $24,000 one. How come you don't have a Sedrin called Yitzchak? Eile told us Yitzchak. Eile told us Noach. Why not Eile told us Yitzchak? Hello, everybody got an answer for that? Eile told us Yitzchak. So why don't you call it Yitzchak? Why do you call it Toldos? You don't say Toldos for Noach. You say you call it the Sedra's Noach. Vayiyu. You don't call it Vayiyu. Or Chaye, you call it Sora. You don't call it Vayikach. You call it Korach. Vayar, Bolok, no, Eilid told us Yitzchok, so why don't you call it Yitzchok? That's the $24,000 question. And let me ask you a question. Who was Bolok? Who was Bilaam? Where did Bolok come from? Where did Bilaam come from? And what's the country that Bolok lived in? And what's where did Bilaam come from? And what does Bilaam mean? What means Bolok? You know, if you write the word Bullock and build them on top of each other, the top base Lamed and the bottom first letter is Bovel. They both came from Bovel. And the second letter of Bullock, Kuf, written over Lamed Ayin Men for Bullock and Bilam, the last letters of Bullock and the last three last letters of Bilam, they spell Amalek. So Bullock and Bilam both came from Bovel, and both of them are going, are both in from Amalek. And if you write the word Bilam over Amalek, then Beis Lamed on top and Ayin Mem on the bottom is Bilam. And on the left side, Ayin Mem and Lamed Kuf is Amalek. Isn't that interesting? So we have the Bombakasha. Why don't you call it Edetoldo? Why don't you call it Yitzchak rather than Toldos? And what's the Gamachi of Bullock? If you knew that, you would know a lot. What's the Gamachi of Bilam? You would know a lot. Do you know that Bullock... Is mentioned 39 times in the Parsha. You know, Bilaam is mentioned 49 times. Did that mean anything? Ah, Vayar Bolok, what did he see? Let's call it Shoasi Yisrael Amori. What did the Jews do to the Amorites, the last end of the last Parsha? Well, they killed the king, and the whole country has called Sichon, Melech Amori. Then they went up north to the Golan Heights, the Bashan, and killed his brother, Og. And both of them were, what would you say, 100 years old, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, 800, 900, 1,000, 2,000? How old do you think was Og and his brother Sihon? Hmm? What do you think, 500, 700, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000? Hmm? And do you know how tall they were? Have any idea how tall Og was? What, 50 feet, 500, 5,000? I got no Amos, because you take the Amos, every Amos two feet. Ty, do you think, have you any idea how tall 
Oak one? Mm. Oh, and then we want to ask you one more question here. Um, mm, uh, it says that they took Bullock, uh, the king of Moab, took the people from Midian and asked them, let's go together to Bilaam. Why did they pick the people of Midian? Huh? Then he says, Hine, a nation came out of Mitzrayim. Hine, behold, a nation came out of Egypt. Hine is used twice. Is there a reason? For then Hashem tells him, don't go. Then a few Pesukim later says, yeah, why don't you go? Anyone know that? Anybody know? And then he says, as the, as the animal spoke to Bilaam. Well, you know, it didn't say Bilaam fainted. He says he spoke back. Remember about eight, ten years ago, a fish spoke to somebody in New Square, New York, a guy who was cleaning the fish and a man fainted? How come Bilaam didn't faint when the animal speaks to you? Anyone have a dog or a cat or a fish or a bird or a gerbil? Suppose the animal starts speaking to you, you would faint. You wouldn't have a conversation back and forth. How come Bilaam had a conversation with a donkey? Never in the history of the world did animals speak. Do you know any other animal that ever spoke ever, 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 ever to a human being? Well, it happens to be three of them. One was a calf, and one was, it looked like a man, but he had, he had two legs, but he wasn't. He came in the beginning of the world. He spoke. And the, um, the donkey. Hmm. Oh, um, then Bill Billum came, he says, why did I have to send two different committees to get you? Why don't you come the first time? You think you know the reason why he didn't want to come the first time? Why did he tell him to bring, build uh, seven Mizbechos three times, 21 Mizbechs? And why do you have to put a par, a bull, and an aisle on each Mizbech? 14 animals, and again 14, again 14. You know what three times 14 is? Does that mean anything to you? Mm. Why did Billam say seven Mizbechs? Why not six or five or three or ten? Or one? Why seven? Does anybody know the answer to any of these questions? I would like to know. Okay, we are going to now open the lines to see if anybody is listening or if anybody is, knows the answers to these questions. The number here is 718-683-5858. Yeah, even if you live and listening not on the... On the um, um, tele- on the computer or telephone, maybe even listening somewhere in your car radio, 718-683-5858, or go online, jrootradio.com. And this program is called The Gigantic Little Secrets of the Torah, Nifloza Torah, that's the name of my safer. The hotline is 712-432-4217, 718, or two numbers, 718-405-06-9099. All right. Okay, Iran. Do we have any callers? I have Yehuda. Yehuda, you're on there. Go ahead, Yehuda. You're number one. Shalom Aleichem. Can I answer the gematria of Balak and Bilam? Go ahead. I'd like to hear it. The gematria of Balak is 132, and the gematria of Bilam is 142. Very good. Do you, does that mean anything to you? Very good, but do you think it has any... Obviously, it does. Uh, do, you, do you think it has any... Any meaning? Well, that's too hard for you. Let me tell you the answer. Balak is the king of Moab. He hired to pay a Navi to curse them. 
and Bilam is 142. From here, Achachamim tell us, since Bilam, Beis Lamedayin Mem, is 10 higher than Balak, which is 132, so it shows that Bilam hated Eden more than the king who hired him. That's not only that. If you take 132 and add, add them together, 1 and 3 is 4, and 2 is 6, and 142, you get 7, so even that's higher. Not only that, Yehuda, Balak is mentioned 39 times in the Sedra, and Bilam 49. Again, 10. That from here you know that Bilam, who was hired, hated the Jews more than the man who hired him. The king was the Navi, he was a Navi. Uh, Bilam, he hired, he hated them more than Eden. You know what? And when you have Ach, uh, and Purim, Haman and Achishverus, who do you think hated Eden more? You would think Haman, right? No way. You know why? If the king wouldn't have given Haman the ring, he couldn't do anything. So the king had all the power. Achishverus hated them more than, than, Russia, than the Russia, because without the king, he wouldn't be able to do anything. He gave him permission. It was Haman's idea, and he said, sure, go ahead. So Achishverus hated them more than Haman, who was, and Haman hated us terribly. But Achishverus hated them more. You can tell that. There's a certain Muslim. Very good. I want to thank you, Yehuda, for calling. I'm going to give you a CD because you're number one caller. Okay. Thank, thank you. you so much for calling. Hang on, hang on the Masad Ran you tell you how to get it. All right, who's number two? No more. No more. Okay, everybody's in the country, and everybody is taking it easy on this hot day. Today is 90% humidity and 80%, the 83%, uh, no, 89%, almost 90% humidity, and temperature is about 80. But the humidity is 90. So you see the humidity. It's what makes you miserable because the air conditioner drips in the back, right? It's squeezing out the water from the air. So if you have 80 degrees in the air and with no water in it, it feels kind of cool. Anybody, everybody, some people listening to me, you were there as you swell, weren't you? Well, I was there too many times. And once I went down in the summer, I went down uh, in the spring. I went down to Eilat, and the guy told me right now Fahrenheit, 120 degrees. But we have zero humidity. And I felt comfortable, worse than, I felt a thousand times better than today. Today's only 83 degrees. And there was 120 degrees. But the air was, it's a desert, no? So it's dry, no lechut, no humidity. And you see that the humidity is what makes you miserable. And that's why the air, the air conditioner uh, is dripping water in the back because it squeezes from the air, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, uh, air, the water. All right, so now you have a little lessons in science. Anybody on the air, uh, Ivan? Shlomo, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yes, Pasha Spilcha starts for the second Pusik. Oh, very good. It says, how to start the first Pusik? But y'all can how to say? Oh, you're right. You're right about that. 100% right. Okay, but when they introduce him, you're right. Pinchas ben Elazar. So, okay, but that was just the introduction. We can excuse that. Pinchas ben Elazar is the first word, Pinchas. Okay. But Eila told us Yitzchak is not worse than Eila told us Noach. Why don't you call it Yitzchak? No, he called it, he didn't call it Toldos for Noach. They, what is the reason why Achachomim said, no, the name of the setter is Toldos, not Yitzchak? It must be a real good reason. Because, you know, Eila told us Noach is also three words. I'm going to tell you, Yishlomo, I'm going to tell you. Now, I'm not making up stuff. I don't make up stuff. The first Rashi thinks that you will ask this question. 
Why didn't you call it uh, Yitzchak? So Rashi right away gives you the answer. He doesn't give you any, he doesn't ask the question, because he knows you're going to ask the question, because any intelligent person, Baal Seichel, is going to ask the question. You know why? He says right there, right away, first Rashi, uh, there's nothing in the center about Yitzchak except the first word. And it's all about Yaakov and Asa. There, the people take up the two feet people, take up the entire parsha. Yaakov and Asa, Asa and Yaakov. Only about them. So that's why Rashi says, yeah, very nice. Why can't you, how can you call it Yitzchak? There's nothing about Yitzchak in it. Told us, uh, Noach is all about Noach. Haisar is mostly about her. Uh, Pinchas knew mostly about him. Kodach is all about him. And Bolak and Bilam, the whole entire thing about Bolak. Uh, yeah, about Bolak. Even to the end. So how do you like that answer? Is that good? Beautiful. <laughs> I think it makes sense. Rashi, Rashi knows everything. Uh, he knows you're going to ask this question. Yaakov Asa, we have to tell you that because it's not about Yitzchak. Anyhow, yeah, you want to answer any of the other questions? Uh, not in the moment. You, you know who Bullock was? Tell me what his what was his profession. Bullock was a king of what country? Moab. Do you have an idea where Moab is? What we would call Moab today? Like where is it? Have any idea? Listen, you know where they just Moshe just and Eden just killed Sichon at the end of the last week. Said Sichon, they tell you what that is. Right up against, right next to Eretz Israel. So, where do you think this Moab is? Well, let me tell you. You have to look really in the Chumashim that have a map. Otherwise, it's like learning stuff you don't have any idea about. Like looking in the chemistry book or a math book or a Kabbalah say if you don't know what they're talking about. Look at these proper Chumashim. They'll show you the map that Moab is right, a little country right up against the Yardane. So today they call that Jordan, no? Yeah. Amman, Jordan, that's the capital. Amman says in the Torah, Amman, Amman. Jordan, that's right after the Yardane. They go, people go from every day from Yushalayim to Jordan to go to work every day. Ten, eight miles. That's it. Like you go over to George Washington Bridge, Lincoln Tunnel, and one minute you're in a different state. So Moab is the country right out. Mom is across the Yardane. No, how long does it take to cross the Yardane? It's not like... Hudson River is a little thing. I, they could drive every day from Israel to, to Jordan every day to go to work. Or the other way around, Arabs come in. So Moab is today what they call uh, Jordan. Right. So the out right to the right of Moab, there was this big empire called Ammon. And Moab was a little country in Ammon. They wiped out Sichon and the whole thing. Now this guy is very afraid. By, uh, what do you think? Bullock is afraid like crazy. Oh, by Yar Bola, by Yigor, he was afraid of being made. Be, Yigor mean, by Yogor, means he was afraid of being a gear in his own country. They think those Jews are so terrible. Look, they, they killed Sihon, they killed Og. They're coming over here. They're going to take our country away even if they don't kill us. We're going to be Gairim. By Yogor Moab, it says the Chazal, they're afraid of being Gairim in their own country. I mean, they'll run the country. We have, we'll, we'll be here, but we have nothing to say. Oh, by Yogor. I know what Yogor means he was frightened. But Chazal tells us, Kegar. Like, you, you have no rights. You're there. If you pay, you be a good boy, we leave you alone. But you don't run the country. By Yogor. Then it says, by Yogot. They were disgusted that they're going to be second-class citizens. Kots, they said, they're going to run the country. They were afraid of that. Oh, and, and you know what happened? Two and a half Shvatim took the country away from them. You know that. Reuben and God and Menashe. What do you think that Moshe gave him that chalik there? All the way from the Kinneret, all the way down to the Yamamelch, went to the, all the way down. They, they got that, two and a half Shvatim got that whole right side. That's right. They were afraid. And it happened. They were afraid by Yamoav. Okay, anyhow, Shlomo, can you answer any other questions? Not in the moment. 
And I'll give you, I asked you one. Well, let me see, hold it. Iran, any more callers? Okay. Uh, Shlomo, let me tell you, ask you something. Um, why didn't Bullock want to come the first time? You mean Billum? Uh, Billum, yeah. Why didn't Billum want to come the first time when he, when he said to committee, when Bullock sent these people? Why didn't he come? Why did he come the second time? Why didn't he come, uh, Billum, the first time? Mm, if you, learn, you didn't learn it, Cedric, because it's right there in the beginning. Because, you know why? Shem said to him, don't go. Yeah. Then why? The few pursued him later, he said, go. Why? The first time, Hashem changes his mind? Ooh, that has to bother you. Hashem doesn't do these things. He means what he says. First he says, Lo Selech. And then a few months ago later, he sent bigger shots, you know, more, more bigger number, and bigger rank, higher, you know, guys. He says, okay, go. How can Hashem do that? Mm-mm-mm. That's like questions that, you, you know, you have to know this because it's like momish, basic stuff. What? Hashem doesn't change his mind. Hashem's not a person. Don't go. Then they send a bigger, uh, bigger mechubadim. Yeah, go. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you a sod of the Torah. First he says, don't go. So Hibbillam says, okay, you know what? I'll curse him for my house. No, low saw, or don't curse him anywhere. And then he says, you know what? Then, well, if you like him so much, I'll bless him. No, we don't need your brachas. Ki baruch hu. I don't want your bless. Brachas, I don't want your curse. I don't want anything. Lo selech is one. Imohem, passing number you'd bait. Number two, lo saor, don't even curse him from your house. Number three, ki baruch hu. You can't bless. I don't need your blessings. I don't need your brachas. Mm, so he got up in the morning, they told the people, I can't go with you, goodbye. So he sent bigger guys. He said, more and more, you know, bigger, bigger government officials. And then Hashem said, why don't you go? Leich, Imohem. Ooh, come leich. The Yomlo, Imlikro, Lechov, they came to call you. Bo, Hanoshim, if that's why they came, come leichim, itom. Right before Shlishi. But only say the thing I put in your mouth. Remember that. And, and Abilam never told a lie, by the way. Not one thing checker in the whole Cedra. He's a maneuver, but he's not a chakron. You'll never find one single thing in the whole Pasha that he went against Hashem. He believed in Hashem. He was always void of a low life, a maneuver, but he was not a liar. So he said that to, um, he said it to Hashem. I may not be nothing, but I'm not a liar. No, there's some chus there. And that was his chus was he was killed by a yid, by Pinchas. That's a high madrega to be killed by a yid, it says. That's why the today don't care to die. To die by an Israeli, they go to heaven, they said. That's right, that's what it says in the Quran. I know if it says in the Quran, but that's what they say. Be killed by Israel is an honor. That's why they honor parents who lose their children in the jihad. They, they hold it to the mitzvah to be killed. Because, you, you know, like we have like you die, our Kiddush Hashem. Same thing with them. They, uh, mm-hmm. That's right. They're, they're, they're most, most nefesh, these guys. Let me show you Machshman B'Zichram. Okay. I want to thank you so much, Lomo, for calling. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. All right, Iran, any more callers? All right. So, I, I, let me tell you how to learn this Parsham. And, since, and as soon as you have a caller, Iran, interrupt me, okay? Hello? Hello? Yeah, but when we get a caller, you can interrupt me, okay? When as soon as you get a caller, you interrupt, right? Yeah, sure. Bayar Bolak he saw what the Eden did to Sichon.
Ben Sipor, the son of a bird. Why do you say that? Because he won't mavaze him. He's a Russian. He's called a Sheofi Yisrael Amori. It means he killed Sichon and the Amoraim. Amori means the people on the right side of the army. By Yogar Moav, and he was deathly afraid. He was afraid of being a Gair, Yogar, in his own country. That's all the Eden are going to take the country. Ma'od, Ha'am, because of the people Ma'od, very much. Kirafu, Eden were too big. Now, wait a minute. How many Eden do you think there were? I mean, hello. How many? Four million? I mean, hello. Ishmaelim are today a hundred billion. I don't know, ten billion. Who knows? In those days, maybe. But there's definitely bigger than five million. Because Rav means either powerful, the king, Og, couldn't kill them. Sichon couldn't kill them. He didn't kill them all. The whole thing, all these cities in the, whole, in the east bank, the whole east bank up there, all of them in Boshan, which is um, Og's country, all the way down to the bottom there. Kiravu, they're too powerful. But Yorkots, now he was disgusted. By Yorgor, by Yorkots, look at this. By Yar, he saw, he realized what's going on. Then by Yogurt, he was deathly afraid. He was trembling. Then by Yogurt, he got disgusted with life. Why should I work in a business or raise children? These Jews are going to wipe us all out. So it's Vayar, Vayogur, Vayokot. So he spoke to people of Midian. Midian is a country below um, today, below Jordan. It's called Saudi Arabia. That's what they call it. But why did he speak to them? Answer, because Moshe grew up there. As you know, yesterday he killed that employee of Pharaoh. He ran away from Pharaoh to Midian, hundreds of miles away from Egypt, Midian, Saudi Arabia, and he stayed there 50, 60 years, or maybe 10 years when he went to Israel. And uh, before that, he was in Africa. They say he was a king in Africa. No, how can he be a king if he can't talk? Hmm? Well, he said to Pharaoh, how can I talk to Pharaoh? I'm not a talker. He says, don't worry about that. I'll take care of that. I'll give you a talker. Your brother will be a lawyer. You'll be your lawyer, your spokesman. He, he, he'll be the medaber. Anyhow, so he went to Midian. Now, Midian, as uh, Moshe lived there for, I don't know, 10, 20 years. So they said to the Zikna Midian, what's the nature of that man, Moshe? He said, well, these Jews don't have any power in the military, but they have a power with the mouth. And God listens to them. They can pray, and God will help them. He says, oh, we got a guy like that. Bilam, he can talk. We'll get a talker, too. The guy Bilam, who's a great prophet. The Goyim had two big Nevi'im, Eov and Bilam. Bilam was Russia, Eov was a Tzaddik. Eov wrote a safer in Tanakh called Eov. He was a Goyim. Some say he was a Yid. Some say he doesn't exist. He's just a Moshal. And some say he was Moshe Rabbeinu. That's right. If you want to read all about Eov, you want to get a new parish in Eov, my father Zatal wrote a safer, came out, printed three years ago from Art Scroll called Eov. You read in there, the first introduction, Agdoma, was he a Yid, a Goy, or he doesn't exist? Because Gemara said he could be Yid. Gemara said a Goy, some say he never exists. It's only a Moshal. Who wrote Eo? He's Eo for Moshe Abenu. Or maybe Moshe's called Eo. Whole Machlok is over there in the Gemara. Look at it. The father brings down the whole Machlok. Anyhow, so there were two guy, two prophets. One was a Tzadik, one was a Russia. So this, Bill, he said, we got a guy like that. He knows how to talk. Gato, come on. Midian, this nation, Yelachiku, will lick us up. The Kahal, those Jews, will, will lick us up like nothing. As Kohl's people say, they have already licked up on the right side, Og and Sichon, and these are the, the people that the Canaanim hired to watch the eastern uh, the border that nobody should attack them from the east. You know, in the east is Balvel, Iran, Iraq, Jordan, whatever they called them in those days, Moab. And so they hired 
Sichon and Og. Og was up north in the Golan, near the Golan Heights. And, and Sichon is down below near Moab, near Eureka. And they hired these big giants with their soldiers. They had a lot of soldiers and children and grandchildren who were also giants. So Moshe wiped out both of them so there's nobody border on the eastern seaboard to protect them. They have licked up all Kol Sevivo Seinu, all that neighborhood. Like a shore, a bull, licks up the vegetables of the field. Now my father asked a tremendous question. Cows don't eat vegetables. Horses, maybe, eat vegetables. Cows only eat grass. Wheat, barley, oats, rye, alfalfa, plain grass. Grass, grains. They don't eat vegetables ever. Cows never eat lettuce or or, or potatoes or tomatoes or squash or carrots or or beans or peas. They don't do that. So how could the Torah bring an example? So you want to say, Yerik, oh, green grass. So why don't you say, Asev HaSoda, that's green grass. No, 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 it means Yerek, Yerakim, vegetables. But Rabbi's side, they don't, cows don't eat vegetables. That's a fact. You know what the Mayan base of Sheva says, He said, look, the Eden wiped out these two giants, and I'm in a Moab. And we're nothing compared to them, because we hired them to protect us. They're going to eat us up by accident. They won't even know it. Like a shore who eats in a field, when he comes to the end of the field, and there's no more wheat and barley and oats and, and rye and alfalfa and grass and all kind of grasses, and they're going to come to the end of the field, then somebody planted a vegetable garden by accident to eat a few vegetables. <laughs> they won't even notice it. Those Eden are going to wipe us out like they don't even mean, like we don't even mean anything. Like you say in English, oh, he's small change. He's nothing. He's a garnish. So they're going to eat us up like a cow eats vegetables by accident. Agav, Derek Agav, a few vegetables over there, and you won't even notice any. We're garnish, garnish. That's what it means. Kill a choke, like he rips out a short as Yerek by accident because they don't eat vegetables. But they eat a few of that. They don't eat it, but that's not what they're interested in. Bolak and Sipor Melch Moabai say, Bolak, the king of the the son of Sipor, as the king of Moab at that time. The Ishnach Melach said he sent agents. Melach doesn't mean a real Melach; could be an agent. Because the Baal Melacha, Mem Lavad Alaf Chavei, you're a worker, you're a robot, you're a robot, you're a a Melach doesn't have free choice. The Ishnach Melach agents, El Bilam Ben Baor, Bilam. You know why he has the name Bilam? Well, Bil Baloam. He wants to wipe out a nation. Baloam. And Balak wants to lick up a nation. Balak, he comes to lick up the soil. Both of them hate Eden. Ben Baar, the son of Baar. Yeah, Baar means the ear, a donkey. He's the son of a donkey. And you might trying to make fun of him. Whenever you have a voters, people that that are over there, voters Zora, you can make fun of them. You're not allowed to make fun of anybody's ideas except the voters Zora. These people believe in their voters Zora, and therefore you're allowed because the guy's not allowed to believe in the voters Zora. One to share Mrs. Benayinoach. Bill and Bambor Pesoroi came from the town of Pesoroi, Asher Al-Hanohar, was on that big river. What's the biggest river in the Middle East? Euphrates. Paras, one of the four rivers that came out of Gan Eden, and it divides Iraq and Iran. Look at the map. About 380 miles from the Yardin to the right, to the east. So he lived on the river Nahor. And so Chazal say Euphrates. Paras, that's about in Iran. Now, what's Pesoroi? Now, listen to what I'm going to tell you. You take the vav and you put it after, before the soft, not after the soft. You get 
you, you don't need the letter hey because beso raw means two pesor, like mitzrayim or two mitzrayim. So uh, take out the hey and put the vav right after the pay. Poser chalomos. Oh, when people had deep dreams and it bothered them, they didn't know what it meant. They sent it to Bilam. He would explain their dreams. Poser chalomos, like Yosef Atzali. Or take out, take out the race, put it after the pay. Peros. Oh, near the this sitter city was on the Euphrates. We just told you in the Haragodos Euphrates. On Sunday, the third reason is. Hmm. Like a chenveni, he says on Rashi. A chenveni, you, you give him a hundred dollars, he gives you ten tens. You give him a dollar, he gives you a hundred pennies, or uh, four quarters, or twenty nickels, or a hundred pennies. Like a chenveni, a storekeeper, will give you change, he would take the letters and the, the people send them all over the world, he would explain them all to prot him like a person who's post a chalomos. That's what it means. Like a chenven, he takes a $100 bill and gives you change. Same thing here. You give him a letter about your dreams, about some big problem you have, and he would explain it to you in the him like a poser, like a chenven, he would change your money to small you know, coins. He will explain what those things in the dream means. That's why he was a wizard, a wisest man, of the Goyim. So the Gemara was equal to Moshe, except Moshe was, exciting. he was a manuvel. But he was great like Moshe. Because it says, Lord said, Love, O Mashiach comes, the Goyim will say to Hashem, if you would have given us a man like Moshe, we also be called great. I did. His name is Bilaam. Hmm. Now, what do you have to say? Bilaam decided to be a Russian. Ben Barb's Asher Al-Hanohar, the Euphrates River, Asher Eretz B'nai Amo. That's where Bola came from. By the way, Bilak and Bola know each other because they grew up in, 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 in Iraq over there, Iran, on the river Euphrates. The crow low to call him, Lamar, Hine, I'm Yosemite's son. You know, a nation came out of Egypt. Hine, but again, Hine. Hine, Kisos, Enor, they cover the eye of the land. Wherever I look, I see them. They're living right up against me. I'm afraid of them. Now, he says, Hine, you know, the nation came out of Egypt. What do you mean, Hine? Hashem didn't take them out. They just came out by themselves. He know, you know, it just happened. They went out of Mitzrayim. Really? And one night, all five million people, and the army, Egyptian army didn't save them, even though they were slave laborers and never had to pay for the workers because they never were slaves. You mean they just came out by themselves in one night and nobody could stop them? You mean seven weeks later they got to Torah and just by accident? And one week after they came out, the Yam split. That's also by accident? And they lived 40 years in the Midbar with no food, no water. It just uh, like it happens like an accident. From here you know that he's a Kaifer Be'iker. That Balak, not Bilam, Bilam Be'ven Hashem 100%. He's a 100% a mom, but he's a Russia Gomorrah. There are people that believe in Hashem 100% who are Russia Gomorrah. There are millions of them today. So he said, Hine, you know, you know, it just happened. So he didn't want to admit that Bilam's repeating what Bullock said, Hine, twice. If you take the word Hine, hey, nun, hey, you get 50, and two fives is 10. 60. If you take the next Hine, you get 60. Now, if you take away the zero, you get six, and six is 12. Ah, the 12 Shvatim are right up against me. They're right here, cloudy Swan. And you can prove it again by the word Yoshe Mamuli. Why don't you have a Vav after the Yud? As a Vav is a six. Mamuli. Why don't you have a Vav after the second Mem? Ooh, it's written chaser, which means the word Yoshev instead of four letters has three letters, so it's closer. 
Ooh, close. Memuli, you put a shuruk there underneath, but generally you don't have a vav. It means the word is closer. The Eden are very close to me. Vav, vav, six and six. Twelve, the twelve shvatim are right up against me. You learn it from the word hine, hine, and yoshi memuli. And einhar is the eye of the people. Wherever I look around, I see these Eden. That's the simple explanation. You want to hear the deeper explanation? Why is a Sanhedrin called Eineho Edo? The eyes, because they see everything. They just killed the two eyeballs. Oak, who see, that's what he's paid for, to see and protect the eastern border, and Sichon. They just killed the two leaders of the Goyim. They're, they're who's supposed to protect Eretz Canaan. Ain, or it's these are the eyes, the seers, the watchmen of the earth. They just killed the two people. Ain, these are the Oak and Sichon. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Ayin Yud Nun, 71 is 80, and 50 is uh, 130. Four, three and one is four. Oh, so Bolg says, I know Yud Kevavke, four is protecting them, I know that. But I have to do my best to try to get rid of these Jews. Curse for me is almost there. The stronger than I am, I can't beat them. Mm-mm. Ulai Ucha Nakabo, maybe if you curse them and find some chesarin with them, then maybe I can beat them. Or Goshenim and Oros, I'll drive them out of the land. Kiyodati, Bilok says the Bolam, Bilam, Bolok says the Bilam, I know that what you curse is curse, what you clear, what you curse, what you bless is bless. The Vorech, Mavorech, Ashitar, you are. The Yelke, Zikne Moav, Zikne Midian, so they went. Lukasam and Biotam, they had magical things in their hands, so Bilam says they don't have my ma- crystal ball, I don't have my wand, I don't have the special incense, the katoras. They brought everything, so Bilam shouldn't say, I-, I-, I can't go with you, I don't have the right instrument. And these people who went, by the way, were magicians too, because that's Kasam and Biotam. They were trained in magic. So why didn't they do it? Why do you need Bilam? Bilam could talk! That's the Koyach of Bilam! What do you think a Navi is? Nivsefosayim. He's a speaker. He knows how to say the right words. Ooh, that's Bilam's Koyach. And we say every morning his bracha, don't we? Every single day. Matova Lecho Yaakov. Beautiful tefillah. He made it. So how can we say a, a tefillah of a maneuver of Russia, one to kill Eden? Because Hashem put it in his mouth. He didn't make that up. Hashem told him you have to say this. with... The, 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 the power of, of um, Kishav in their hands. Now, how long do you think it took him to walk from the Yardin to the Euphrates? Maybe, well, you know, 380 miles. No, they didn't have Kafitas Adderich. That's only for Tzadikim. Yaakov, Eliezer. So it took him 17 days. That's what it says, about 17-day trip, to walk to Iraq. So, well, finally they came, Elbilim. Vidabra, Allah, Divya, Bolak, Vyomer, Elohim. Elayhem, plinupo alayd. Stay overnight here. Hashivos yasum dover, and I'll tell you in the morning what Hashem says. Kashi dover Hashem elay. Yudkevavke. Hmm. From here he learned that he believed in Yudkevavke one thousand percent. The people that are complete monotheists, they're not kafrim, that are shoyim gemurim. You see? Vidaber Hashem elay. Vayeshvu Sorry Mov. So the princes, the big shots, the government officials of Sorry Mov stayed in Bilam. Here comes the twenty-four thousand dollar question. Why didn't the others stay? The two groups went. Zikne Moav and Zikne Midian. How come only one group stayed? Oh, now I'll tell you a gigantic little secret. 
of the Torah. Moshe grew up in Midian. They knew about this Moses guy. They knew they believed in Hashem 100% Yudke Vovke. When Bilaam said, Yedaber Yudke Vovke, he said, uh uh-uh, uh, we're not getting nothing out of this guy. Because he believed in Yudke Vovke. And Yudke Vovke is Midas Rachimim. Didn't say Elohim. That's the next word. Uh, and a, a father doesn't curse his own children, says Rashi. Yudke Vovke is going to allow Bilaam to curse his own children, Hashem's children? Of course not. So they went home, and they're 100% right, because the other guys didn't have anything. Eventually, they, they, they got all they killed, and, and Bill got killed, chopped up by Pinchas, and uh, they took a loss. They understood right away, they were sick near Midian. This guy believes in Hashem, he believes in God, forget about it, we lose. Because my father doesn't curse his kids. The Yeshu saw him more than Bilaam. The other Kim Mel Bilaam. He says, Me, Hanoshim, Eli, Machu, who are these guys that came with you? Why do you ask him that? Doesn't Hashem know? Well, why do you ask Adam and Chava, Ayeka, where are you? Rashi tells us to give the person a chance to make up an answer. It shouldn't shock him. Like Moshe was at the snare for seven days. And he, well, the first minute when he was there, he saw the thing burning and burning and burning and burning and burning and burning. Snare's a thorn bush, dry, right? Eventually, there has a fire in it. Eventually, the thing burns up. When there's a house, fire in a house, first it's in one room, and ten minutes later, the whole house is burning up, which means first the fire is in, in the house, and the house is in the fire. Which means, first, to give you a chance to collect yourself and find out, you know, so, um, so um, Hashem says to Adam, where are you? Um, I'm here. I know why you have wrapped up with that stuff. Their leaves, why? I'm ashamed. Why are you ashamed? Oh, you did something against my wishes, right? Mm. If you're like a behemoth, you live by your instinct, not by my... So you should be ashamed. And uh, he, then he punished him. Same thing with here. Who are these people? Gives Bilaam a chance to make up some answer. Or like Moshe, he said to him, he's looking at the snare, he said, Moshe, Moshe. He says, yeah, Tati, what is it? Abba, Abba, what is it? He thought his father was talking to him. Hashem doesn't want to scare you, so he comes in the voice of your father. To everybody, to Avram, to, to Moshe. Abba, Abba, he says, yeah, what is it, Abba? He thought his father was talking to him. No, I'm not the, I'm the, like, I'm the God of your father. I'm not your father. Oh, same thing with Adam um, Ayak, where are you? Okay, he found they made up a skew, something like that. It didn't work, obviously, what Adam said and Chava said. And then he comes to him, to Bilam. No, who are these guys? He, the king of Moab, he, he sent him to me. Rashi says, I may not be much in your eyes, but in the eyes of Bullock, I'm somebody. He's repeating what Bullock said. There's this nation that came out of Mitzrayim. The Yechalos ain't or to cover up the whole area. Wherever I look there, I see them, which means they killed Sichon and Og. That's a deeper meaning. So he said to me, come, coverly curse, oh so, them, but men, maybe I can go to war against them. They go, I'll just drive them out of the, the world here. Don't go with them. And don't curse them from home. Well, then I'll bless them. No, they're already blessed. We don't need yours. Blessings. That Bullock didn't say. Bullock said, You know the difference? Ora means in any language. Kova means no in Lashon HaKodesh. Hmm. You're Koveya, a certain word. Yudke Vavke, that works. Because in Benzedin, when you swear, you have to use Yudke Vavke. Yom Kippur, everybody falls on their face when they hear the Kohen Gadol saying, 
get Bilam, who was a Navi, a real Navi, he was. It says there were two Navim amongst the Goyim, Bilam and Yisro, Yisro, not Yisro, um, Eo, Eo was a Tzaddik, and he wrote a book in Tanakh, and he was a guy, a decent guy, and Bilam was a wicked guy. So anyhow, there were two Navim, one decided to be bad, and his name is Bilam, and uh, Balak is a king of Moab who hired Bilam from from the river and you, you cross Euphrates, which is you look on a map and divide Iraq with Iran, and it's what we call Bovo. So he hired him. He says, "Curse me for me, the Jews." So did he come right away? What? Did he come right away, Bilam? Tell tell him that he would lose a curse. Did Bilam come to Bovo? Mm, he didn't tell him right away. Didn't he didn't come right away, right? Right. Why? Because Hashem said not to. Very good. Then the next passing, three pasukim later, Hashem says, "Go." How come? You're how old are you? Not ten. Oh, you should know this. First, Hashem says, "Don't go." Lo Then he says, "Leich." Hashem never changes his mind. Why is that? Because, I'm going to tell you why, uh, David. You know why? Because well, I'm going to tell you the answer. First, Hashem says, right before Shani, Lo Seilech Imohem, don't go with them. Five, eight Pesukim later, it says, Kum Leich, go, eat them with them. Hashem doesn't change his mind, but he changed his mind here. No, he didn't. Let me tell everybody who's listening and not calling, how does Hashem say first, and Pesukim Yud Beis, Lo Seilech Imohem, and puzzle number 20, he says, Kum Leichitom. How is that possible? How can I tell you something is Osir, let's say, and tomorrow is Mutter? Can I tell you Chazer today is Osir and tomorrow is Mutter? Meaning he tells him, don't go, then he go. Well, what do you mean? How that? Uh, Hashem never changes his mind. Chazer is not going to be kosher at tomorrow or never. So how do you change your mind? Let me tell you. He says, don't go. He says, then, you know what, Hashem, they want me to curse him. I'll do it from my house. No, no, Sa'ar. He said, next word, don't curse him. He said, you know what? If you don't want to curse him, and I believe in Hashem, I'll give him a bracha. No! He bought a chud, already blessed. I don't want your brachas, I don't want your clothes. So then, Bilam sends bigger shots, a bigger number. Maybe the third, first group was only five people. Now he sent 15, 20 people, and there were bigger, more important government officials. And when they came, Hashem says, Im if they came for you to call you, Banu Hanashem, Kum Leich Itom. Why don't you go with them? Pasik Chav, 20. The other was Pasik 12. No, eight plus them later. Go with them. Vachas Adover, only the thing I tell you, that's what you're going to talk about. He was a low life and a Russia, but he was not a liar. Bill, nowhere in the Sedri do you see where Bilam said a lie. Never. He said only what Hashem told him to say. And you and me, every morning when we come into shul, we say what Bil- the Bilam Harashal said. We walk in the door, we say, Matovo, Alecho Yaakov, Mishkan, Asecho Yisrael. Why should we say that? Arusha said it. No, Hashem controlled his mouth. Hashem made him say it. It's not himself. So it's Hashem made up the bracha. That's all. And when you go to a chas chasen, or your ma- you wouldn't know that, but your father and any Rob Bonham listening, and you know, you say to the kala, you, the, you're the father, the grandfather, or the other father, you say, Achoseinu, our sister, you should become thousands and thousands of people should come for you. It means children. How can you say that? The worst man in the world said that to his daughter. Lavan said to, to his sister, Rivka, 
How do we repeat it every chasna? What this wicked man Lavan said to his sister, Achosainu, our sister, you should become thousands, thousands. I mean, you should have millions of Jews come from you. And it did. It's true. So how we, why do we repeat that? Because Hashem put that in Lavan's mouth. Hashem put this in Bilaam's mouth. And he put that thing in the donkey's mouth to, to say what the donkey, animals don't talk. But Hashem put it in his mouth. Therefore, it's not the donkey talking. It's not Bilaam talking. It's not Lavan talking. So now let me tell you why he says go with him. He says, if they come and they want you to curse, don't go. But now that they came and they said, we're going to give you a lot of kavod and money. Ooh, you're getting something out of it personally. It's not just purely to curse Jews. You're going to become wealthy because of that. I mean, you're getting covered. Then you can go. It's not lishma, and the curse won't work. And it didn't. And it wasn't a curse. It was a, bra- a bracha. Matov was one of the three brachas. So which means if you're going for your own benefit, you're, if, if you get something out of it, you get money and covered then whatever you say won't work. It's not lishma. It's not 100% because of hatred. It's because you're getting something out of it. In they're coming for you. You get something out of this also. Then, come lady, don't go ahead. It's all right. Nothing's gonna be, no, nothing bad's going to happen. You understand that, David? Yeah. Are your name David? Yeah. Right, David, you hear you learned a little Torah, okay? Yeah. I got to go. Any more callers? Let's go to the next caller. Okay. Thank you. Okay. No call. Hello, anybody on the air? Oh, okay. We don't have any callers. Let's go further. I want to tell you something, Rabbi Sai. Some secret of the Torah. You said Balak is 132. It's come at you. Well, 132 is 6. Uh, Bilam is under 42. That's 10 more. And it's 7, which is 7 is more than 6. And Balak is mentioned 39 times in the Basha. And Bilam, who hates Eden more because his Gamachi is 142 and it's 10 more than 132. So he also is mentioned 49 times in the Pasha. So he has to Simon that Bilam, who's hired by Bullock, is a bigger Ethosimit than him. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to tell you something. He tells them to build seven Mizbeachs, right? Seven Mizbeachs. Why? He told Bullock, I'm going to, after he got there, he says, okay, let's go and look at the Jews and from a mountainside, you know, somewhere, and I'll uh, look at them and I'll make a call against them. So he says, build for me seven Mizbeachs and bring a bull. And an ayil means a bull and a ram on each one. Ram is a big male goat, big one. Why did he pick a bull and a ram? Why not a sheep or an agel? You know, they made the agel. Maybe they should curse them. Get them a God to remind the God about the agel. Maybe an agel. Maybe a sheep. You know, like sheep, you know, they're very, they listen to Hashem. Like sheep are not very dangerous animals. They don't attack anybody. Why a bull? And a ram. Let me tell you why. The bull is the king of all domestic animals. The melech habehemos is a shor. The melech of chayus is a lion. The melech of ophos of birds is a nesha. The melech of the fish is levyasan. So Eden, amongst the kosher, the civilized nations, Eden are the king. The bull is the strongest, most powerful domestic animal. More stronger than a horse. It's a bull, more powerful than any domestic animal. And, 
a ram is the tallest of all animals. It has horns coming out of its head. The Yidin are not only physically strong, they're intellectually strong. The Ruach, the brains of Yidin are stronger than anybody. Therefore, their ayol is the tallest animal, big, and the, brain, and the, and the, boom, the horns come out of the head. Which means the Yidin are very, very intelligent. And in Gashmis and Ruchnis, they're superior. Now he said, build seven Zbechos, put one on each. I mean, it's 14 Behemoths. Hmm, seven Zbechos, why seven? Because you want to show the world that he's just as good as Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Avram made four Mizbeachs in his lifetime. Yitzchak made one, Yaakov made two. No, four, one, two. It's seven. I'm just as equal as the others. Seven Mizbeachs. Why two animals in each? Fourteen. Why fourteen? Yud Dalid is Yad Hashem. He wants to show, get God to agree with him. And then he did it three times. Three times fourteen is forty-two. He was the biggest Navi amongst the crime. He knew about the Shem's name is 40. The words, a certain name of Hashem is 42 letters. 42 carbonos. And when you say every Friday afternoon, seven Pesukim with six words is 42. Some say inside the Urim Batumim was the name of Hashem of Membeis Osios. 42. Hashem's name is also 72. We knew that. But, but it's 40, could be 42. So he wanted to use them, because remember, he's a big novel. He knew about 72 and 42. He, knew all, he knows all this stuff. So he says, I'm going to use the Shem Hashem, 42, and maybe I'm going to defeat them. And because Balak listened to Bilaam and made 42 carbonos, only to Hashem, not to Vodazara, because Bilaam believed in Hashem, for that reason, way, 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 way down later came Rus, who was from Moab. That's right, Balak, Melech, Moab. And from Rus comes Mashiach. Rus married Boaz. One night they were married. He died, died the next day. And they had Oved, Yishai, Dovid, Shlomo, Mashiach. Because this guy, Balak, listened to Bilam, who believed in Hashem 100%, and told him to make seven Mizbeachs, and every Mizbeach for two animals, that's 14. They do it three times. 14 times three is 42. That means... Because he listened. He didn't agree with Bilaam. But he listened to Bilaam. Every time he was blessing Klaus, he said, Bilaam was getting more and more angry. I brought you the curse. Why do you bless? He did it three times. He literally fired Bilaam. He said, go home. I'm not paying you a penny. Get out of here. So Bilaam left with no money. Then he said, before I leave, I want to give you an eighth. I don't know. I'm not going to give you a... Oh, Chaim, you're on the air. You're the... Caller, it's two minutes before. Okay, Chaim, go ahead. Yes, you said before that because it wasn't much more. He went for money. That's why the Rebbein Shalom let him go. Right. That you, you also see by the Rechleikas and Kodera, who was the guy that saved, that uh, didn't let uh, let his husband go? Uh, Mrs. Go down, um. She take down, she uncovered her hair, then they went away because he, did. She, 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 he asked her husband, she asked her husband, if you, if, you, if you don't gain anything, then don't mix in with the Mahloikas. Which means you're not from, from Levi, you're not from Yehuda, you're going to get nothing out of this, right? Right? Very similar to this to stuff. Very similar, which means you say, she's saying to her husband who was not too smart, hey, listen, Own, you're getting, even if you win, you're not going to be, you're not in Shevi Levi like Korach is. You're getting nothing out of it. Why don't you stop? So the guy didn't hop. So she combed her hair in front and Korach, ooh, he wouldn't look at Arayas. Arayas does Tarmanish. He was a Kaifer Baker, but Arayas, no, that I wouldn't look at. But Kfir is okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Korach. He wouldn't dare look at our women's care. 
a riot store of Adonish, of a Russian, a Kaifer, and no, instead you see, Eden, sometimes they get sugar. One thing they don't do, let's say, they're very, very careful with a riot, but Geneva and Gazela doesn't bother them too much. So you see, if you're not complete in Yiddishkeit, if you're just one-sided, it's not right. You can't be, I keep cautious, but Shabbos I don't keep. Well, I keep Shabbos 100%, but I'm not so careful and cautious. What do you mean? I can't work like that. It has to be either or, the whole package. Okay, anyhow. Chaim, I'm glad you called. You're the last caller. Shkoyak, so much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. You're on? I think we're done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Everybody, Zayd Gazun, have a wonderful week, and we'll see you, Mies Hashem, next week. Gazun.